Good morning and welcome to the Fantasy Blanket Daily Podcast where we talk all sports, fantasy, and real. I am Brian Baines. He is not Trey, right? Are we not yeah. Trey again? Okay, yeah. I, we're, we're, we're not Trey again right now. Got to yeah. keep up. Got to keep up with the with the stream. It, it changes, you know, weekly. Uh, yeah. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, the other day, YK's dropping my name in the chat. I'm like, dude. Can't do that. Just kidding. But yeah, yeah, I'm back to being not Trey again for the time being. <laughs> yeah, we had that come up in the in the uh, stream uh, the other day. Hey, I don't know anybody's name in here because everybody uses <laughs> aliases. Yeah, I don't know that where where that comes from, but uh, you know, yeah, it works. It works for us all. Uh, the Astros, stupid Astros, uh, nine to one over the Red Sox last night. They're up three two. Not very happy about that. The Braves yeah. nine nine two over the Dodgers. They're up three one. Uh, these things are getting close, close to wrapping up and setting our World Series slate. In NBA, NBA's wrap. They're they're rolling. They're rolling. Yeah. Had a full slate or pretty close to a full slate last night. Just uh, a few of the highlights. Uh, Demontis Sabonis goes thirty three and fifteen. Last night for the Pacers, Lamelo Lamelo Ball goes thirty-one nine and seven for the for Charlotte. Right, he plays for Charlotte. Zach Levine uh, for the Bulls, thirty-four seven and four. Jalen Brown for the Celtics, forty-six nine and six. That thing was uh, what double overtime or something like that, and they yeah uh, put put up a lot game. of lot of points in that one. Julius Randle uh, for the Knicks, thirty-five eight and nine. Ja Morant, he's a he's a grizzly, right? Thirty-seven, six and six. Mm. Uh, Carl Anthony Towns goes thirty, ten and two for the uh, Timberwolves. Uh, Brandon Ingram twenty-five, seven and six. Who the heck does Ingram play for? Pelicans. Pelicans. There you go. Rudy Gobert. Oh, Rudy, Rudy Gobert goes uh, sixteen points, twenty-one rebounds. Woo. No no assist for him for uh, the Jazz. <laughs> The, the the Joker uh, twenty seven thirteen and two for the Nuggets beating uh, the Western Conference champion Phoenix Suns last night. Harrison Barnes leading the way against my Portland Trailblazers for the Kings. He goes thirty six nine and two, and uh, C J McCollum for said Blazers thirty four six and five. And those were kind of kind of the the headliners that I could skim off the top. Um, nobody in there available on the waiver wire, though, huh? Oh no, absolutely not. Right now, <laughs> no basketball. Could, yeah, nobody. Nobody I could grab to make my team a little bit better. No, no basketball <laughs> waiver wire is like you're literally picking through the garbage day one. As soon as we finish through the draft, you're through the garbage. Yeah, and and I think what's going to be challenging a little bit with with NBA waiver wires is you'll have some guys that will shine. Uh, but it, it'll just be like a, a, a flickering a brief star. moment. Yeah. yeah. Right. Because somebody fills in for, for a starter that's out that night or, or whatever. And they, they, you know, just through minutes alone can get some production and then you go and grab them and then find, <laughs> find out the next day they're back to their seven minutes per night and uh, you know, minimal production there. So I think that's going to be uh, a challenge, especially early to, there might be some dart throws uh, at guys that that you see go off and and you hope they can 
find a niche and, and sustain it. But uh, I think it's going to be, it's going to be a challenge, especially oh, yeah. when you, when you look at my team and what, what I need to, to do to build it up. So maybe, hey, maybe, mean, the, maybe the rookie draft. <laughs> true. Hey, I mean, you're in better shape than I am. So. Yeesh. Yeah. Hey, we got a little hockey battle going on this week. You and I. Uh, yep. I saw that. Yeah. Six, four and one right now. Um, you got to get some production out of your goalies. Yeah, it's been it's been a rough little start for me so far. I'm not sure what's going on. You know, um, I pretty much basically throw away like the first two three weeks of fantasy and like hockey, basketball, etc., etc. Just because you you never know. It takes those guys a while to get rolling. It's not like football where you need to come out the gates hot as soon as you start. Hockey, you can kind of see where your team's going and then pick it up. Same with basketball, but it's like. Mm. I don't know. I'm a little disappointed right now. It's okay though. Yeah, hockey and it's gonna basketball is gonna be a challenge for me just to figure out who I've got and and what they're even capable of. I missed a guy last night that was hurt, and you know, you, <laughs> you, it, it kind of says they're hurt, but kind of says they might play. And if you're not watching uh, mm-hmm. your team, your team at like 3 p.m. Pacific before all the games start, uh, you can miss guys. So I ended up with a with an injured guy in my starting lineup, but, but hockey, you kind of have to, the rosters are big enough to where you kind of have to figure out who's going to do what and when uh, based on who they're playing. And because hockey kind of loads up their days, right? Your Tuesdays, your, your Thursdays, your Saturdays are, are big days where almost everybody on your stinking roster is playing. And then yeah. you'll have your Monday, Wednesday, Fridays where <laughs> and Sundays she's like one game on Sundays where nobody's playing uh so then you're forced to kind of figure out okay well I've got you know 15 roster spots or whatever and I've got 30 guys playing who am I going to put into what slot and and you know try to figure out who's going to be most successful there so it does definitely take a little time to get that dialed in so so we'll see how that matchup ends up. We got, uh, let's see, waiver wires went on, went through for the guillotine last night, and we had some guys up there. I mentioned them yesterday. Robert Woods was the biggest prize. He goes for 60 bucks to wow. that, that fulla. Yeah, I know. I, I kind of view Woods. There's a couple of the guys in here on this roster, and there's a reason why he got eliminated last week. Uh, that are kind of landmines, I feel like. Robert Woods being one of them uh, has had one really good week, has got gotten into the end zone a couple times that have salvaged a week or two. Uh, but overall, um, paying 60 bucks for a guy that, that could very easily crap you at any time uh, is a little risky. Terry McLaurin, same thing, goes for 50 bucks. He was just picked up last week <laughs> by uh, – by who I can't remember who got eliminated. Let me see. I'll look at my notes. Uh, I have to go back farther. Yeah. Can't remember who got eliminated, but he had picked up Terry McLaurin last week off of the waivers and paid a bunch of money for him. And then, you know, got crapped and ended up getting eliminated. So he goes for 50 bucks to goose 69. Uh, Antonio Gibson goes for 40 bucks to goose 69. So he's all in on the football team and Gibson again, another one, uh, that hasn't been super reliable, but you know, with the bike bipocalypse going on, six teams out this week, you kind of gotta take some chances, I guess, and throw them in there. I, I'm 
sitting pretty good as far as the buys in the guillotine this week. Uh, not so much in every other league. Uh, Justin Herbert goes for 30 bucks, 34 bucks to Doyama. Uh, Ruggs goes for 22. Uh, Galladay goes for 20 bucks uh, to Goose 69 again. So he, he threw out uh, $110 on McLaurin, Gibson, and Galladay. So I haven't looked close at his roster, but he must be hurting on the buy situation, even though Galladay is probably not going to play this week. I was going to say, that's gross. Yeah, yucky. So I, <laughs> I so so I threw out nineteen bucks and got Devontae Smith. I, I was kind of okay with that. Wait, wait, wait. Devontae Smith went cheaper. Rugs? Huh. Yep. Okay. Yep. Cheaper than rugs. Cheaper than McLaurin. Cheaper than Woods. Uh, so I was okay with that. Uh, and only and he was only seven dollars more than Allen Robinson at twelve bucks, uh, who went to do him a six. So. Um, I feel like that's a that could be a, an entirely large waste of twelve dollars there. Gerald Everett goes for seven bucks. Somebody must have been hurting at, at tight end. Mm-hmm. Uh, I I was able to pick up Devonte Freeman for four dollars. Uh, I've got I've got Kareem Hunt on that team, and that scares me. And I also have Latavius Murray on that team, who looks to be trending towards out. So I thought maybe Devonte Freeman for you know for a couple of bucks could get me through a week or two uh, until I can maybe spend some more money on a, a better running back next week. If I can make it, uh, Dearness Johnson goes for three bucks. Brandon Ayuk goes for three bucks. Jameis Winston for two. Naeem Hines for two. Tua went for a buck. Uh, Donovan Peoples Jones goes for a buck and Khalil Herbert goes for a buck who I loved last week, but Herbert goes against Tampa Bay this week. So we'll see. Um, you know, he'll get work and he looked pretty good against, um, Green Bay last week, but, uh, you know, any rushing yards or touchdowns against Tampa Bay on the ground. So we'll see, but that, uh, breaks down the guillotine was Deshaun Watson traded yesterday. Uh, almost the talks are heating up. Uh, so from what I've been gathering, seems like they've added in a third team football team has actually decided that they want to get into the mix. And um, from what I was reading in the discussion, it sounds like football team's going to take on Tua. Um, Watson's going to go to Miami. And Texans are just going to eat crow, I guess, and take a bunch of picks. So, so, so they're all in on the pick. Because what I read was three firsts and two seconds is what they're, what they're asking for him. Mm-hmm. But, but then again, in my head, it's like, well, with the whole Gruden situation, it's like, how is Deshaun Watson going to kind of survive in this, you know, with his ongoing battle? Yeah, I, and I, I'm i torn on how, how this is going to work out, right? Houston's not not playing him. He's not on the commissioner's exempt list or anything like that. Are they right. uh, are they or any are, or or any suitors? Are they hoping that this will be like a time serve type of thing? Yeah, I don't know. Like when he when when all of this gets you know comes out in the wash, I, I personally don't think it's going to lead to any criminal charges. I don't know that there was any, uh, you know, any actual criminal wrongdoing here. He he's kind of a creep, and he's kind of you know whatever. Right. We'll find out as that all comes out in the wash. But um, yeah, are are teams hoping or anybody that's interested, Miami or or whomever might be interested in trading for him. Are they hoping this will be a time served thing? They can 
bring him in and then just say, well, you know, he already sat for a season, right? So that should, that should be enough. That should be his punishment, although he is getting paid <laughs> uh, to sit for a season, basically. So uh, it, it, this is going to be interesting to see how, how it all works out and whether uh, Miami is desperate enough uh, to mm-hmm. make to make the deal but uh yeah didn't get done yesterday and then you know it got all hot and heavy for a while and then all of a sudden it it came out in the afternoon that it was oh well it was just a rumor it's not you know it's not true or whatever so we will see how it plays out uh thursday night football got the broncos at the browns 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 are kind of a mess yeah absolutely no quarterback, no running backs. Their offensive line is beat to hell. I mean, they're they're down two or three of their starting offensive linemen. Um, yeah, Bridgewater sounds like he is going to play in this one. It's going to have to be the Browns' defense if they win it. Yeah, I'm not too sure where I'm going with this one. Case Keenum is going to be your starting quarterback for the Browns. And, um, yeah, so bridge might play. So, you know, you're in your usual situation with the Broncos, uh, with Javante Williams and Melvin Gordon, everybody's going to get 10 carries and everybody's going to get three catches and, you know, they'll each get a touchdown and nobody will be worth anything to anyone in fantasy in that backfield. (laughs) It's getting really frustrating. I, I, I personally feel like, uh, the Broncos should trade Melvin Gordon to the Dolphins so they can have somebody that can actually try to run the ball, though the offensive line down there is a mess too. Um, and then Javante Williams can just do his thing in Denver. He seems to be the more talented guy with a little more juice, but you know we'll, we'll, we won't know that. Cortland Sutton uh, seems to have turned the corner kind of, Looking better being back from his injury. Noah Fant went off last week, uh, 97, uh, seven for 97, I believe it was. And uh, Tim Patrick just gets in the end zone every single week. So I think you're safe with all three of those guys, three and a half, I guess you call the running backs. If you have, if you have those running backs, you're probably playing them. Um, you know, do you trust Bridgewater? You want to play him for fantasy purposes tonight? I mean, if you if you're a quarterback's on a bye, like Josh Allen or Dak or what have you, yeah, sure. But outside that, no. Yeah, it's in Cleveland. Weather, I don't know. Weather can always be a factor in Cleveland if the wind's blowing or or whatever. Going to be a night game. Um, so Case Keenum, I don't really like him against a pretty good Broncos. Uh, you probably spend a bunch of money on Dearness Johnson if you. Uh, if you needed that running back position. So you're probably playing him. Mm-hmm. Um, yeah. OBJ. You trust an OBJ with Case Keenum? Yeah. He'll Donovan, get peppered, but. Donovan Peoples-Jones? David oh. Njoku? I, don't... <laughs> <laughs> a, I think Jarvis is going to play tonight too, so. Is Jarvis going to – okay. Yeah, I know he's been getting I think so. trend, trending closer to coming back. These Thursday night games kind of throw things off a little bit because it turns the timeline over so quickly. Um, yeah, I, I could see this 
I could see this being a 17 to 16 game. Yeah, I expect it to be a low score. I just don't know who's going to win, to be honest with you. Yeah. <laughs> I'm unsure. <laughs> I'll take the Broncos. I don't know why they haven't looked good the last couple of weeks, but I'll take I'll take the Browns. We'll see. Take the Browns. I'll take okay. the Browns. Yeah, yeah, fair enough. Fair enough. Uh, we start off Sunday morning. Uh, again, a light schedule this week because when you've got six teams off, that's three less games that we get to watch. So Chiefs at the Titans. This should be kind of fun. Uh, I, I hope to see a lot of points scored in this one. Waiting for Tannehill to arrive. He has not yet thrown for. I, I don't. I'm not sure he's even thrown for two touchdown passes in a game yet, let alone three. So uh, you know, when Derrick Henry's touching the ball. 30 times a game, it's kind of hard for him to get super involved. And I can see Henry getting very close to that amount of work again, unless the Chiefs get out to a big lead early in this one. I like everybody, everybody on board for fantasy um, because of the the high-scoring affair. Daryl Williams was good, got in the end zone twice last week. Uh, being the, the main guy there, Tyree Kill, Travis Kelsey. Um, Demarcus Robinson got in the end zone last week. I don't know if I'm trusting him. I, I still, you know, Hardman's been more involved, but still don't know if I trust him. Uh, but your big guys you can go with. The Titans, Tannehill should have a good game. Derrick Henry, well, I guess I, guess I could fit him into my lineup. Um, uh, A.J. Brown had a good week last week. Seven catches, uh, almost 100 yards, was more involved. Maybe maybe you throw in a Ferkser this week because uh, Julio probably won't play again. He, he, yeah. hasn't pra- he hasn't practiced yet this week. And even if he does, if Julio plays, are you going to start him? Me personally? Yeah. You've got Julio, right? You've got a little Julio. Yeah, I, I, right. I was going to say it's different for me. Of course I'm going to start him, but – in terms of like a redraft league, no. Um, it seems like whenever he does play, he doesn't really get the work anymore. I don't know. I think the days of Julio are, is over. Even even when he does play, he doesn't stay. Right. <laughs> he's mm-hmm. out, yeah, he's he out gets of, injured he, another he's game. He's out of there yeah. by the second half. Yeah, I, right. I went through a little bit of that in KFL last week in a in a uh, epic battle, our normal epic battle with Poo Poo Magoo, and he had um, Emmanuel Sanders, and I had. Julio Jones and I went into the night with a four point lead and I left the night with a 10 point deficit um, as usual, because Julio, you know, shows up for half of the game and then he's gone. And then I cry and that's kind of how it works. So yeah, if if, if he's playing, I'm not playing if I, if I don't have to, in fact, I think I pulled him out of KFL and put in the, third down running back for the Browns that I picked up off the waiver wire. I don't, I can't even remember his name at this point. So, Felton, uh, I think. yeah, Felton. Yeah. Because he has a dual eligibility. He has a wide receiver and, and running back eligibility in at least in sleeper. Um, wow. So, so I was able to slide him into the wide receiver slot with all of my wide receivers on by this week, Marvin Jones and Keenan Allen and, you know, some of those, better better receivers so so i yeah i'm throwing a dart uh hoping maybe that the browns are down to the broncos in this one and have to throw the ball to the running back and you know 
Dearness Johnson isn't doesn't turn out to be a third down back. We'll see. Uh, you you like the Chiefs or the Titans in this one? Uh, I'm riding King Henry. I'm taking the Titans. Yeah, I'm I'm going to go Titans as well. I think uh, they've got a little bit of momentum just beating uh, beating the Buffalo Bills on Monday night. Come back at home again, back to back games. Uh, yeah, I'm going to take them over the Chiefs. I've said it uh, from the beginning. The Chiefs curse, the Super Bowl curse is going to get them again, and the Titans win this game. Washington football team at the Packers. Packers. Yeah. <laughs> football team is kind of a mess, you know. This was supposed to be a good defensive team. Um, yeah, Taylor Heineke. Taylor Heineke's been crappy. Um, God, I played him in DraftKings last week, thinking, "Yeah, what a juicy matchup against the Chiefs," and he, I, you know, yeah. Sorry, I, I was close. I was right up there. <laughs> I think I finished third or fourth or something. Only, you know, less than ten points out. Uh, you know, and then the Buffalo Bills, of course, their defense getting me one point on Monday night. Uh, didn't didn't finish that up. I had it all set up and ready to go. And, uh, you know, I was down like eight points or something going into Monday night. And I was the only one with anybody playing and <laughs> got one point. So uh, football team. Yeah. Terry McLaurin. Can you play him? You have to, I guess. Yeah, probably. have to. Yeah, if you if you've looked at my uh, if you've looked at my bench and MSD, uh, I have two active players on my entire offensive bench for this week because of the buys. <laughs> it, is, say, it, it is just one big list of buys, uh, and I I am forced to actually put in. Oh, who did I have to? I had Alan Lazard in there in the wide receiver slot, and then. Russell Gage came off the injured list. So I'm going to go with Russell Gage in one of my wide receiver spots in MSD over Alan Lazard. And uh, we'll see how that works out. He's been resting comfortably for quite a while, getting that ankle healthy. So we'll see how he does, but that's the the state of affairs in there. And I feel like uh, my running back situation wasn't great either. I'm probably going with uh, somebody, somebody. Yeah. There you go. I, I'm going. I'm trusting Miles Gaskin in my number one running back spot this week in MSG. Yeesh. So we'll yeah. see, see how that works out. this week. <laughs> it's not great, you know. I yeah. When you speaking got, of uh, which, you little rat. I saw you stole Kyle Duggar off. Or uh, yeah, Kyle Duggar off me. You little rat. Yeah, saw I, that. I, I overpaid. Twenty twenty one bucks. What are you I doing? I overpaid yeah. by a bunch on a, that one. I, God, I was like. I was like nobody. I was like nobody's gonna pick him up. Uh, of yeah. course, Dan, you and Schneider, you looking freaking little rats. Yeah, people are starting yeah. to pick up on the defense. Well, and this isn't. It shouldn't be a big secret, but that defensive back, the cornerback position, is really hard to get consistent points out of because. Oh, absolutely. You, you, yeah. you, they they don't tackle many guys, uh, and you're, you're basically counting on passes defensed, which I can't figure out. I watched a play last week in the Houston game where Cunningham literally in pass coverage swatted the ball away from the wide receiver. He was, and he didn't get any points. Yeah. Nothing. No, I, got nothing. I, I, yeah, I've seen that too. And I'm like, I'm like, who does the scoring for fan tracks and this passage defended thing? Because it's like, you see them and you're like, that's clearly a pass defended, but they don't give it to us. I'm like, if they're in the vicinity, I'm going to give it to them. But apparently that's not how it works. I don't know. Yeah, I, I, I guess I need clarification because 
what is a pass defense if a guy is in pass defense and he swats the ball away before it gets to the receiver that to me is a is a defense pass but i, I don't know i I gave up, but anyway, getting back to the cornerback discussion. So if you can find a guy and there are a few of them out there that has dual eligibility at cornerback and safety, it's kind of the, uh, the cheat code because safeties obviously tend to get a lot more tackles and you can get a, you can get a safer floor. Now, certainly there are some cornerbacks that uh, you can, count on to get a, an interception maybe every other week or something like that and that's where you're going to get your really big points uh, but the consistency at that position if you you know can find a guy that can get you if, if you could get a corner cornerback that got you 15 points a week man you grab onto that guy because uh, it, it's just a hard position to predict you, you you'll have a guy show up for uh, you know 35 one week and then four the next because they intercepted a pass but they don't normally get tackled so i saw duggar has uh you know dual eligibility safety and cornerback so you can slot him into that cornerback position so we'll see it, it every week i i'm juggling these guys chasing your shadow trying to catch yeah. up with you and and I, I catch up and then you jump back out to a big lead again so you know we'll see i've right. made i've made some moves but then i look down and and you know Oh, what's his name? We were talking about last night. I, I go to put him in my lineup, and he's got COVID. So I uh, can't win on that one. So I'm taking the Packers. Uh, Devontae Adams, sure. Aaron Jones, I think you can play Dylan now as well. Uh, he's he's uh, reached the point where he's getting enough work, either in the passing game or in the running game around the end zone. You can get him in there. Aaron Rodgers should go nuts in this one. Could be a really big day for YK uh, in the Devontae Adams, Aaron Rodgers connection. And, you know, again, MVS might be back in the, this one, so you might throw him in there. Uh, Randall Cobb, the football team gives up uh, gives up a lot to the slot, so maybe Randall Cobb has another uh, a game where he gets in the end zone. Um, but Packers are going to run away with this one at home. The Panthers at the Giants. Sam Darnold has had two bad weeks in a row, uh, but he does get the Giants, so that should help with rebounding there. Uh, Chuba Hubbard's been good. Uh, DJ Moore's been pretty consistent. Uh, I'm going to call a Robbie Anderson week. I bet you are. Uh, only, only because I, I, only <laughs> right. because I have to. Oh, yeah. That's what I said. I bet you are. <laughs> I have to play him. Uh, there's another there's another one of my must plays so yeah you're talking miles gaskin right we're talking uh robbie anderson russell gage uh my defense better come up big this week because uh i'm throwing some hail marys on the offensive side of the ball but uh let's get robbie involved let's find a way i don't know probably not um i'll take darnold in this one to bounce back on the giant side is, is daniel jones playing uh, good question. I don't know. Did he played last week, didn't he? Yeah, I don't think he did anything to to yeah no yeah no further, was further his yeah. injury. So he's going to be in there. I don't think Galladay is going to play. Sterling Shepard has been um, essential to lineups. He he's killing it. He gets yeah. ten, 10 plus targets a week. Uh, sounds like um, oh, what's his name? Tony Kadarius Tony. 
Yeah, he's out. Yeah, he's out. So he's going to be gone. Yeah. yeah. So uh, Devontae Booker. Uh, I don't think – I'm pretty sure that uh, Barkley's not going to play again this week. So maybe Devontae Booker gets a little – he got, he got you know, 18 touches last week. Didn't do a ton with it, but if he could find the end zone, you know, maybe. Evan Ingram is droppable. I'm done. I'm done with Evan Ingram. I'm, I am, you know, uh, uh, an eyelash away from just completely dropping him in a full, full-blown full dynasty league. I just Jeez. can't take it anymore. He's – the, yeah, opportun- the opportunity's there, and he just he's not involved. So I'm, I'm moving on, moving on from that. Uh, I'll take the Panthers to win this one on the road against the Giants. I yeah, guess. Giants is bad. Giants are bad. Yeah, I'm taking it. Jets just because pa- of the simple oh. fact that they have better. Yeah, Jets at the Pats. Oh, Ooh. yeah. Zach Wilson, Ooh. is this going to be his uh, his big breakout game? You, wait, 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 one more time. It's the Jets versus the Patriots. Yeah. <laughs> uh, n- no. No. <laughs> I don't think so. You don't. You don't think a Bill Belichick defense is? You don't think they're going to be flat against a rookie quarterback? I mean, Davis Mills, like he did something against them, but I, I mean, maybe. But it's the Jets. I don't just. You just, it's the Jets, and then you got to listen to Jay Love talking about the Jets. I'm just anti-Jets, so no. <laughs> uh, yeah, he spends a lot of time justifying. Right. That was quite a discussion. <laughs> it was a him and Barry that were getting into it. Yeah. 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 yeah that's good. Uh, so, yeah, I'm not playing Wilson. No way. Uh, Corey Davis, maybe. Jamison Crowder, if you're if you're desperate, I believe, uh, <laughs> I believe in KFL. I am desperate and have to play Crowder in this one. I don't want to. Michael Carter seems to be kind of pulling away from the rest in the backfield. Maybe kind of. That, that's it for the Jets on the Patriots side of the ball. Uh, you, you can play. I, I think you can play Damian Harris and Ramondre Stevenson in this. The Jets are so bad against the run that I think there will be enough to sustain. I bet I think both of those guys get in the end zone. Uh, Stevenson did last week, um, although it does take a little bit off of Mac Jones and and um, oh Jacoby Jacoby Myers. Um, you know, some of the guys that you might think of Hunter Henry on the receiving side, because I just don't, the Patriots could run the ball 64 times in this game. It's possible. The Jets are that bad against the run. Uh, so it makes me real nervous about anybody besides the two running backs for the Patriots. Those, those are literally the only two guys I'm going to play in this entire game, uh, except maybe Corey Davis, because the Jets will be, will be behind, but you know, the Patriots will probably take him out because he's their probably their best player on offense. So they'll probably focus all their energy to, to eliminate him. So, okay. I take that back. I'm not going to play Corey Davis either. I'm not <laughs> playing any jets, no jets. Uh, Ramondi, Ramondre Stevenson and Damian Harris are the plays for me. You taking the jets to win this? No, no. <laughs> <laughs> Me either. Patriots win at home against the Jets again. Falcons 
travel to the Dolphins. Falcons coming off the bye week. Uh, Kyle Pitts went crazy over there in uh, in London town. Will he follow that up with another? Oh, okay. well, I'm sure. There was no Calvin Ridley in London. Right, right, so. right. No, no Russell Gage. No, uh, I, I feel like he comes a little bit back to earth. Probably, uh, probably has a let's call it a five for sixty-two uh, for Kyle Pitts this week. Won't get in the end zone. Uh, there'll be less targets to go around. Uh, they're probably going to score though uh, on the on the Dolphins' defense, which has been also very disappointing. So maybe you know it's a it's a bad bye week. So maybe you're throwing Matt Ryan, um, Cordero Patterson, of course, Mike Davis, of course. You're going to play him. Yeah. Um, yeah. On the Dolphins side, Gasecki has been going nuts. Uh, Jalen Waddle, you must play. And uh, yeah, I think Miles Gaskin is going to go crazy in this one. Have twelve receptions, and. <laughs> <laughs> Yeah, man, that would be awesome. That would be awesome. But what Miles Gaskin probably is really going to go for is three carries for six yards, and he's going to have <clears throat> two receptions uh, for 21. And that's what I'll get out of Miles Gaskin uh, for the Dolphins. And Malcolm Brown will have 10 carries for 17 yards. Yeah, I don't understand what goes on over there. It's- they just need to address their line. That's all it is. Yeah. Or replace it. One or the other. Yeah. It's a mess. I'm going to take the Falcons on the road in this one. I'm going Dolphins. Going to take Dolphins at home. Okay. All right. Yeah. We're, I like the Dolphins. We're crossed up on that one. That's good. That's good. And then we end the morning games with, oh, this is a good one. The Bengals this is a good one. The yeah. Ravens. So at the top and the bottom of our chart here, the Chiefs at the Titans and the Bengals at the Ravens. Uh, yeah, which is this going to go? Is that same Ravens defense going to show up that uh, showed up against my Chargers last week? Yeah, well, maybe since you know they are moving away from uh linebacker, you have um, yeah, Patrick Queen. There we go. Ever since it seems like since they moved away from him, the defense has uh picked it up a little bit in terms of uh run stopping and. Obviously, in a, in a little bit in their um, pass protection or pass protection in their pass defense too. So, yeah, I don't I don't think they'll I don't think they'll exactly be able to stop them per se. But it's it's going to be a good one again. Yeah, that's when when watching Ravens games, I all I see of Patrick Queen now is in in pass coverage. He drops back for everything. He, he's not right. he's not ever rushing the passer. He's not he's not playing the run all that much. So his his tackle numbers are are down quite a bit. And, you know, leaves me to, uh, you know, pray for an interception uh, to save his value. So he's a guy I worry about a little bit moving forward, even though he's super young and super talented and probably it'll probably work itself out. But it definitely has been a little different, different scheme with him. So if that if that Ravens defense shows up again, then we're we're very worried about Bengals production because there was no one. Uh, not a single player for the Chargers uh, that you could have been happy playing last week. Williams was bad. 
Keenan Allen was bad. Austin Eckler was bad. Justin Herbert was bad. Jared Cook was bad. Um, yeah, did Cook get the touchdown? So who got the touchdown for the Chargers last week? Didn't matter. The extra point was missed as usual. Um, so, yeah, I think you're worried about Joe Burrow, Joe Mixon, um, T. Higgins, Jamar Chase, Tyler Boyd. If if that Ravens defense shows up again, uh, we're very concerned about the Bengals. I, on the other hand, I believe that it's going to not be a similar script. I think it's going to be a little more high scoring, a little a little more fun game to watch. And um, because even you know the Ravens routed the Chargers last week, but Lamar Jackson really didn't do much. Right, he didn't have to. He was like quarterback eighteen or something on the week, so he, yeah. So I, I, I'm gonna gonna hope for a, a wilder, high-scoring game here where I can play all those Bengals that I just listed. Uh, Tyler Boyd still scares me a little bit, and I can play some Ravens, right? So Lamar Jackson, of course. Uh, Mark Andrews has been crazy good. Uh, Marquise Brown is a top 10 wide receiver this year. How the rookie got in there. Oh, what's his name? Rashad uh, Bateman had Mm -hmm. six targets last week, uh, in his first week back from injury. Uh, I kind of like that. Sammy Watkins probably won't play, you know, because normally when he comes up with an injury, uh, regardless of what the injury is, it usually means like eight weeks. Uh, that he's questionable uh, in a row. So we probably won't see him. Um, yeah. So Bateman, Marquise Brown, who are you going to, who, who's, <laughs> are, are the, are the three year olds going to score in this one again? Yeah, really. What, was what, a, um, what, a, what a joke that was. Love Bell gets in. Uh, uh, um, Devontae Freeman gets in the end zone and Latavius Murray gets in the end zone. It doesn't sound like Murray will probably play this one. So, you know, maybe Devontae Freeman becomes a little, little more useful. You can use him in the pass game and in the run game. What about um, Tyson Williams? Is he going to be active this week? Apparently he's just an afterthought at this point. Uh, Well, from what I can see, Le'Veon Bell's on the practice water right now. So maybe that, they probably will switch. They probably will make both these guys active. Probably Devonta Freeman will probably lead the pack, and then you know play Van Bell. They'll probably do the three-headed, three-headed monster approach again. So yeah. So I'm gonna I'm, gonna I'm I'm gonna call Devonte Freeman getting in the end zone. He'll be the only one. Lamar's gonna do a little more running, I think, in this game, and I'll take the Ravens to win this. You know what? No. You know what? I'm gonna take the Bengals. Whoa. Yeah. Whoa. I'm going to go. I'm going to go. Contra- I'm going to go contrarian here, and I'm going to take the Bengals in a high-scoring game, in a wild one. I'm going to go 34, uh, 34, 28, 34, well, 28 Bengals in this. You're one. you're reading my mind because I was as well going the Bengals just because of the fact that their defense has actually been picking it up. So I think they won't be able to necessarily shut Lamar Jackson down, but I feel as though they'll be in him better. So, yeah, I'm going to take the Bengals as well. I think it's going to be like a 24-17 victory. I like it. I, 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 something tells me, you know, the Bengals, they, they pounded on the Steelers earlier 
in the year mm-hmm. in the division. Uh, have they played the Browns yet? Don't I feel like they have. So. Yeah. So I just think I feel like the Bengals are gonna they're gonna surprise this division and find a way uh, find a way to get this thing done. Uh, where the Chargers couldn't last week, the Bengals are going to find a way to break apart that defense a little bit and move the ball. So, yeah, I like it. I like it, Bengals. So, who are you playing this week in uh, MSD? Football? Yeah. You, fool. Are we playing each other? Oh, are we playing <laughs> each other in football and hockey? Yeah. Oh, yeah. Oh. That, oh, I, I yeah. Asked, I, we kind of, we kind of sort of had this discussion last week during um during the day when you had noticed i didn't i didn't put in somebody that uh, i had picked up off of waivers and and uh you know i completely had missed it right too there's too many teams going on right now and i feel like at times i i miss some things especially in in an idp league but uh yeah i not even knowing who i'm playing as of thursday it uh, just feels like <laughs> there, there's a lot to manage right now right. with an NBA roster. I got to get set every night and an NHL roster. I got to get set every night. And then you throw in uh, the waiver wires clearing at different times and, and trying to figure all that out. Uh, yeah. So, so we're bad. We're, we're bad. Yeah, we're bad on head to head. Not only our defenses, but I, I won't have to search around very far to compare our defenses at the end of the week, which is kind of fun. Uh, so, well, good luck. Good luck to you. Um, hey, we you we, we both kind of need the win. Uh, Absolutely. N- neither of our teams are, are performing where we wanted them to at the beginning of the year. And, and uh, yeah, so we'll, yeah. See who, we'll see who comes out on top. What do you got going tomorrow? Any chance you're going to go back to back, sneak in on nope. A Friday? Nope. I got I to gotta be at the hospital at 7 a.m. and my teacher – I've been on my butt about being on time, so I, I'm not going to make it. But I'll tell you, I'll tell you this. I'll tell you what. Next week, I'm available all week. Got a little downtime. Nice. Every I'm on. I'm on uh, second shift actually. So, yeah, I I am available to so come on that, for a few so, episodes. So does the so do your shifts rotate then as far as uh, the time start times? They, yep. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. And then you go to like all these different locations, and then. In addition to that, me working my actual job too. But yeah, I just schedule changes every week, so it's kind of crazy. But yeah, I'll have a lot of uh, free time during the day. All right. Well, you heard it here, everyone. All all, all six of you heard it right here that uh, <laughs> that uh, Trey's got some free time, so we'll get him in here, and we might go back to back to back to back to back uh, next week as we uh, wind our way through. Uh, hopefully, what will be an easier week to deal with. There's a few less buys. I think only two teams on buy last or next week. It's it's weird how the NFL does this. You know, we'll start with two teams and then four teams will be out and then six and then two. And then I don't know why they don't make it consistent across the board, but you know, it definitely shakes things up and makes it interesting uh, as far as trying to figure this out. We'll see if uh, the Braves can wrap this thing up tonight. Uh, Red Sox Astros get a night off while they travel back to Houston uh, to finish that one up. And we've got uh, a lighter NBA schedule tonight, uh, a heavy NHL schedule tonight. So get those guys in 
And, yeah, I'll be back tomorrow to go over the afternoon games, the Sunday night game, the Monday night game. And then, uh, yeah, we'll see you back here on Monday morning to go over it all, uh, find out how our Bengals-Ravens prediction comes out, see if we nailed that one. And, uh, yeah, well, I'll probably place a bet or two this weekend and see if I can make some money. (laughs) You got it. All right, it's, let's get our DraftKings going, too. Got to get that up. I, I shared it out with everybody that I know on this planet last week and, and, and netted exactly no zero uh-huh. new new blood in, in the game. So I'll, I'll send it back out again this week and see if uh, see if we can get any. See if we can hook some new, people in, yeah. 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 We'll see how it goes. Yep. All right, everybody have a great Thursday for the Fantasy Blink. I am the commission, and I am over and out. Bye, guys. Catch you later.